in our society, just like Jesus said, you will always have the poor among us too. We have many whom are suffering. We have many whom are in pain. We have many whom are indeed hoping that someone would come knocking on their door to experience the relief they are seeking in their very own lives. When I look at Nehemiah, Nehemiah was a man whom was sensitive to the needs of the people. For the last two weeks, we have been following on how he purposed in his life to be involved in the lives of those whom were weak and needy in the society. When I look at this man, Nehemiah, as I mentioned on our first video, he purposed to live his life, a purpose that was beyond self. And secondly, we see that he lived his life to make a difference where he was, believing that indeed where the Lord has placed us, it is never a mistake. Today, we look at an experience he had which is no more different than what we are seeing and experiencing amongst us, be it in our families, be it in our societies, be it in our communities. Turn with me, if you have the Bible, to the book of Nehemiah, chapter 5, and I will read very quickly this interesting situation that was playing out whereby Nehemiah purposed to respond positively. The word of the Lord says this in Nehemiah chapter 5 verse 1. Now the men and their wives raised a great outcry against their fellow Jews. Some were saying, we and our sons and daughters are numerous. In order for us to eat and stay alive, we must get grain. Others were saying, we are mortgaging our fields, our vineyards and our homes to get grain during the famine. Still others were saying, we have had to borrow money to pay the king's tax on our fields and vineyards. Although we are of the same flesh and blood, our fellow Jews, and though our children are as good as theirs, yet we have to subject our sons and daughters to slavery. Some of our daughters have been already been enslaved, but we are powerless because our fields and our vineyards belong to others. Verse 6 says this, When I heard, and this is Nehemiah, heard the outcry and these charges, I was very angry, very angry. I pondered them in my mind and then accused the nobles and officials. I told them, you are charging your own people interest. So I called together a large meeting to deal with them and said, as far as possible, we have brought back our fellow Jews who are sold to the Gentiles. Now you are selling your own people only for them to be sold back to us. They kept quiet because they could find nothing to say. Quite a courageous man. Verse 9 continues to say this. So I continued, what are you, what you are doing is not right. Shouldn't you walk in the fear of our God to avoid the reproach of our Gentile nations? I and my brothers and my men are also lending the people money and grain. But let us stop charging interest. Give back to them immediately their fields, vineyards, olive groves and houses and also the interest you are charging them. 
1% of the money, grade new wine and olive oil. We will give it back, they said. And we will not demand anything more from them. We will do as you say. Then I summoned the priests and made the nobles and officials take an oath to do what they had promised. Talk about influence. Talk about not turning a blind eye on the issues that are surrounding and affecting us. When you read about Ezra and Nehemiah, they are renowned to have strived and pursued political and social reforms in the very society they lived in. And today, we have many reforms that we desire to be experienced amongst us in our very own society. When I look at this gentleman, one thing comes to heart is that this man called Nehemiah that we get to read about in the Bible purposed to stand for the cause of the weak. He purposed to stand for the cause of the weak. Are you standing for the cause of those whom are weak around you? Are you standing for the cause of those whom are needy amongst us? As I spoke last week and the other week before, this man called Nehemiah was never living for himself. He lived for the sake of the lives of other people. And my question is this, could it be, and as I say this, I believe it is actually God's will and purpose. God has placed you where you are for a reason and a purpose. Be it in that institution, be it in that position, be it in that family. How I pray that you and I will look upon our society, will look upon the lives of those who are suffering and needy amongst us and ensure that we uphold justice. If there are two things that God was very clear about, one of them was, 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 was the aspect of idolatry and secondly was the aspect of justice. God brought his judgment upon the nation of Israel and that is why they, 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 they were subjected to a 70-year exile in Babylon simply because they did not uphold justice amongst them. I pray that you and I will be men and women who will stand for justice, will be men and women who will stand for the cause of those whom are weak and needy amongst us in our very own society. And how do we go about that? I pray that in your life you will be moved with the hearts of you will be moved with the heart of God. That what moves the heart of God will move your heart. What moves the heart of God will move your heart. When you read the scriptures, it's very clear. This man Nehemiah comes and he says it in verse 9. And he says, you know, these are the very things that brought destruction and God's judgment upon the Gentiles. And he said, it is not possible that God has, has redeemed you from slavery and yet to go ahead and enslave those whom are with you. The question is this, how are you treating the people whom are serving or working under you? How are you treating the people whom you are working with? I pray that indeed, just as this man heard the cry of, the, of, 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 of God, that indeed you will look at your life and decide, I will fulfill the will of God in terms of how God sees and desires us to treat those whom have been put uh, at our disposal. And the second thing, God, we are not only just, we should not only just purpose to be moved to the things that, are, that moves the heart of God, we should also be moved with the things that move the heart of people. Having a heart 
that is full of compassion. When I read about Jesus, Jesus was a man who was full of compassion. In Matthew chapter 9, when he looked at the people, he said, you know, these people looked harassed, helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. And that is the same depiction that we see in our society today, that even as we seek to develop and, and to enrich our spiritual lives, I pray that we'll be moved with the, with the things that move the hearts of people. Nehemiah was truly a, a great and, and, and such a powerful influential leader simply because he chose to focus on the right things. I pray today that you and I will live to defend the cause of those whom are weak, those whom are needy amongst us, all to the glory of the Lord. The Lord bless you even as you seek to fulfill His will and His purpose in your life and through your life. Feel free to like, to share, to comment, and we'll be able to engage with you. Have a blessed day and a great season ahead. Amen.